time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. Nathan Edward Bledsoe of the Bowery Bledsoes. A man wants a specter now. One of those myriad modern-day ghosts that haunt the reeky nights of the city in search of a flop, a handout, a, a glass of forgetfulness. Nate doesn't know it, but his search is about to end because those shiny new shoes are going to carry him right into the capital of the Twilight Zone. On episode 83 of the Twilight Zone was Dead Man's Shoes. And uh, one, of the, one of the more underrated... Uh, Simpsons parodies ever. <laughs> it most definitely is. Yeah, because they they did it in a uh, in a treehouse of horror naturally. I mean, of you kind of expect that. Um, but uh, in that case, it was uh, it was a toupee. I, I, I think the I want to say the episode was was called Hell Toupee, and if <laughs> if it wasn't, I, I want to know why. Uh, so, so we'll just assume it was. If it's not, then uh, you know you should be asking for some some back royalties from uh, from 20th Century Fox. I know there was actually a uh, there was an episode of Amazing Stories. I don't know if you ever saw that show in the 80s. The the original Amazing Stories, not the one that's on Apple TV now. Although I, I hear that so. one's pretty good. I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't think I ever watched it. Uh, that one actually was called Hell to Pay. And I think that was that was basically the same thing. Like it, it was the exact same idea as the Twilight Zone episode, except it was hair instead of uh, shoes. Oh my god! Perfect. It's perfect. And, and considering the fact that that came out in the eighties, <laughs> um, I have absolutely no doubt that the people who were writing The Simpsons, especially at that time, would have been aware of Amazing Stories. You'd imagine so. Uh, th- th- there's really no. Uh, there's really no excuse for that. As a matter of fact, I mean, I've got a computer here. Let's see. Let's see if The Simpsons Hell to Pay. Yeah, sure enough, it was. It was actually called Hell to Pay. Oh, well man. done. Yeah. Uh, anyway, in the uh, the premise of this episode, uh, basically a homeless guy takes the shoes off of a dead person and becomes that dead person. And that's the episode. <laughs> And that's the whole episode. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I, I do have some questions that we'll, we'll get into. Uh, sure. As we, as we go along here, but, but yeah, I mean, that's basically the episode. Yeah. Um, you know, first of all, I would imagine if that were possible, that probably would have happened once or twice. Yeah. You would, you would think so. Um, probably would have happened to somebody better than a, than a, a homeless guy and a, a mob hit victim. Also. <laughs> I know, do like, want like, why couldn't we have that happen with Lincoln or something? Man, if if only. Uh, so best. anyway, in this episode, a a bum, I believe his name is Nate. Yes, he uh, he snatches a pair of uh, shoes from a uh, a guy who was you know just just killed by the mob and dumped in an alley. Which you know, a pr- it's a practical decision. Like you know, there's no bringing them back, or is there? Or is there? Yeah. Um. Which which by the way. Can, can we talk about this guy's shoes? I mean, they, they, look, like, they look like small versions of clown shoes. I, mean, yes. I, I feel like he kind of deserved to get shot by the mob just for wearing these shoes out in public. I would imagine, you know, maybe, I mean, he's got to know, right, that the that these shoes are his key to immortality. So, you know, 
you're going to want to pick nice shoes and nice shoes that stick out. But mm-hmm. I think that uh, his concept of nice and uh, uh, obvious um, don't really go together that well. Well, I guess that kind of answers my own question because maybe that's why it hadn't happened before because nobody had ever voluntarily picked those ugly ass shoes before. <laughs> So, so anyway, the uh, the homeless guy puts puts them on and uh, basically immediately becomes him. It is yes, and um, I can't believe I'd never even entertained the possibility that uh, this is the first time that this has happened. Because when Nate goes back to his bosses or whoever put the hit out on him, uh, they are surprised to see him again. They are as you know. It, it's totally understandable that they would be somewhat surprised to see him, since they, you know, they they just shot him and dumped him in an alley. Although, <laughs> well, I I mean, they they'd probably actually be less surprised if he actually showed up again, because then that would just mean you shot him in the wrong place. Yeah, he didn't shoot him you good. Know. <laughs> you know, like the uh, like the Simpsons family motto is not in the face. <laughs> they, you know. In this case, it probably illustrates that you should have shot him in the face if you really wanted to get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, but... So I think that. So I think that had he actually showed up, um, they would have been less surprised because they would have been just like, "Oh, we were really bad at shooting you. We should do that again." <laughs> uh, but in this case, it's a guy who doesn't look anything like him acting like him. Right. And I do have a lot of questions here because, like, what if? Homicide by firearm is not the method of murder. What if, like, he accidentally gets, like, cut in two by a bus or, like, you know, a runaway buzzsaw down the road? Um, Which happens all the time. All the time. So, like, the newspapers, such as they still exist, are constantly (laughs) full of those stories. You can't swing a cat without hitting a runaway saw blade. Um, So, like, what, what happens to the person who... I mean, I guess obviously you put the shoes on, you're not going to just fall apart because yeah. I guess Nate, Nate doesn't take on, he doesn't, you know, take on the, the gunshot wounds or anything. I mean, it's just his spirit that uh, yeah. transubstantiates into the, the person wearing the shoes. I mean, I think you could really pull this into a full length feature film with uh, you bring in the uh, method of, of, of death there. I think you could. By by the way, was a, a runaway buzzsaw, was that ever one of the final destination deaths? Oh, I'm sure. I thought you were going to make a, a Lollapalooza joke. Um, yeah, they, uh, man, my memory really gets foggy after the first one. Um, and I just remember the Rube Gold, Goldberg machine of death that the teacher had. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, also, the the one that kind of like legitimately haunts me is the uh, the 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 girl who like uh, like fell into a nail gun and it oh, like, yeah, I don't just like that. kept shooting her in the head uh, because yeah. that one actually seems legit. Like I, I could see why how that could happen. <laughs> a little too real, too. Yeah, I I mean I'm not sure uh, if that happened. I'm not sure it would look quite as as gruesome and weird as it did in the movie, but but I could actually see that happening. Uh, again, I, I would assume that if that were possible, um, it probably would have happened. So, of course, maybe not. Final Destination, of course, uh, also included Candyman, Tony Todd. 
Uh, it did. And the, the first movie actually started off with basically uh, the episode 22, which yeah. uh, <laughs> yes. you know, a few months ago, because because it's basically somebody who sees their death and because of that decides not to get in an airplane. The airplane blows up. Hilarity ensues. Pretty much anything except for Battlefield Earth, I feel like, can be uh, traced back to the Twilight Zone. It really can. Um, and... You know, I could see Battlefield Earth even uh, being, yeah. <laughs> you know, like like L. Ron Hubbard saw a Twilight Zone episode and was like, I want to write something so bad that it wouldn't be in the Twilight Zone. And then that <laughs> eventually became Battlefield Earth. Oh, man. What a movie. What a film. Uh, so anyway, after uh, after uh, Nate becomes infused with uh, the, the body of, <laughs> or the, the, the spirit of... Uh, whatever his name is. Uh, Dag. No, Daggett was the was the bad guy. Yeah, I, I don't know that we ever got a name for him. I mean, we must have because I was I was about to say his his first stop is his girlfriend's uh, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she seems to. Uh, I I don't know that she ever adapts to uh, to what she's seeing, but she's a lot more calm about it than I would be. <laughs> there's there's always like a sense it's it there. Twilight Zone likes to, likes to uh, put their their female characters uh, on the extreme. Either they're just hysterical and they won't listen to to reason, or they're like, "Oh yeah, you're back, right? Okay, cool. No, no, no. I know you got shot, but yeah, okay. So what's what's next? Yeah. Um, so so there's a there's actually a a sort of breaking news a tie into this. Uh-oh. Um. So William Lucking, who is an actor, uh, died this this week at the age of 80. Yeah. And he was in uh, a, an X-Files episode called Jose Chung's from Outer Space, which is just the most hilarious thing ever. Yeah, that's I, great. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's got, it's got Jesse Ventura in it as, uh, as a man in black. And he's just, it's just amazing. That was, that was pre governorship uh, Jesse Ventura. Yes. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he's, he's recounting his experience with uh, actually the, the man in black who is uh, Jesse Ventura. And he says, uh, you know, normally somebody drives into my garage and threatens me. I tell him to get the hell off my property. <laughs> and I, I kind of felt the same way with uh, with this woman because <laughs> this is a rando who just walks into her apartment acting like he owns the place, and she seems completely unfazed by it. Yeah, um, she is. It's it's like when uh, when the deer shows up in uh, oh god the jungle, if, if that's yeah, what it was called. Yeah. <laughs> Or, uh, or what was it the goat that was left in the hallway? Yes, right? that's what it was. It was a goat. Not oh, a hey, hey, look, it's a goat. And, and everybody <laughs> just goes on with their lives. That, that's weird. I'm just going to step over this because I'm already late. Yeah, that, that's that's basically what happens. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, first of all, you would think, okay, some rando comes into my apartment. She's going to be freaked out, right? And, and then some rando comes into her apartment um not only does she, does she just roll with that, but then when, um, like, basically, she sort of like comes to the conclusion that oh, this is this is my uh, boyfriend. I don't think she knew he was dead because he was obviously freshly dead. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So I guess yeah. That so that would make sense of her her being a little bit more accepting of the uh, situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, she she does uh, recognize the the personality, and uh, they uh, they make out a little bit, which also 
little weird. Rando comes into the apartment and like within five minutes, they're making out. She's she seems OK with it. You know what? She's got an open mind. She's a woman That's ahead true. of her time. I mean, you know, this was January of, of 62. It was a very different time. Tell me you could leave it. your door unlocked and make out with strangers <laughs> and nobody, nobody batted an eye. Ah, uh, the good old days. <clears throat> yeah, those, those were the days. Pre-Me pre Too, you could just walk into any apartment you wanted and, and just make out with people. <laughs> <laughs> what actually is the reason that they go and meet the boss? Just to get revenge? I, I think it is, yeah. Um, you know, so so when he comes back from the dead and, and he recognizes that he has done so. Um, he, uh, you know, his, he, he has, he has two, uh, objectives apparently. Uh, one is to go make out with his girlfriend as another man. <laughs> and, and the other is to basically just, I, I, I don't know that he's actually getting any sort of revenge. It seems like he just goes to trash talk to the guy that shot him. Yeah. It just tells or, him like, Hey, I'll be back. Yeah, death is but a door, time is but a window, I'll be back. As, <laughs> as Vigo the Carpathian uh, once put it. The bimbo with the baby. Man, when you, uh, you know, now that you put it put it that way, you know, that he, he, he came back to make out with his girlfriend as a different guy, wouldn't you be a little annoyed, too, that she just kind of believes you and makes out with you so readily? Like, that's how easy it was for... You know, I guess technically you're not cheating on the spirit of uh, Dane. Dane is the guy's name. But she doesn't um, really know that. Exactly. She That's what I'm saying. I'd be kind of annoying. Annoyed. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like the uh, uh, now I'm making all sorts of weird cultural references. <laughs> uh, it's sort of like the, the Pina Colada song. You know, sure. they, they were they were going to cheat on each other. <laughs> it's not that happy of a song. No, it's not. Um, I think that is the. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I think you win a podcasty for uh, smoothest transition from Ghostbusters two to uh, Rupert Holmes's uh, Pina Colada song. It's about time we won an award for this thing. That's that's all <laughs> I'm saying. I mean, you've always carried us, so it's only it's only right that it's you. So uh, after he decides to go, just literally just trash talk the guy. Who, who had him shot he gets shot again imagine that <laughs> he does does he even bring a gun to a gunfight I, I, uh, i'm gonna I, bring I some fresh does. words so I, yeah at one point i see him interacting with a gun like in the uh in, in the apartment well never gonna so, need this La, da, 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 da. Yeah, so, <laughs> so i i would hope that he brought it with him um because he he does actually um like he's surprised by getting shot because uh, there's a guy like behind a, a a secret door or something that shoots him. So to to give him credit, oh like right, he was yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was legitimately surprised when he was shot again. He was outnumbered. You know, I I think that what he should have done is, <laughs> knowing that he's already been shot once by these people, <clears throat> he probably should have Marty McFlyed it and like. <laughs> taken a, a piece of like the, the wood burning stove and used it as a makeshift bulletproof. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh man. Yeah. Part three was so good. Um, the, so he gets shot. They dump the body in the same place, Keith. Yes. Um, they don't seem to think anything crazy about that. Um, 
And you way, stay dead this time. <laughs> if this happens at the at, in the in the time frame that we think, because this this seems to be in just like a matter of an hour or two. Um, I, I would think so. Yeah. If this happens in that time frame, that dumpster is going to be full by sunup. Uh, the homeless population is going to be taken care of. Um, people will think that there's been a a jobs boom in, in in the area, but no, it's just homeless people continuing to find shoes and then getting murdered by the mob. So so they <laughs> they keep grabbing the same pair of shoes. There's going to be forty and, people and, in that dumpster by nine a.m. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, they're going to know what happened to the to the homeless people. They all got shot. Where? Oh, yeah, that's right. They don't disappear. <laughs> yeah, they're all barefoot and shot in, in a dumpster. So maybe they won't think that unemployment's down. <laughs> oh, I mean, they'll, they'll be aware that they're dead. I mean, there, there's going to be. It's funny because there's going to be the one original mobster at the bottom <laughs> of the pile, and then a pile of homeless people without shoes on top of them. Which really, <laughs> which really probably, you know, makes even an even better name for this gang because, I mean, one guy takes out 40, uh, you know, 40 homeless guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have some, some procedural questions about this. this whole sure. Thing. I think we both um, do. Because, uh, you know, when, when he's in the apartment, uh, he decides to, to change clothes. Yeah, and at that point, like he's still still wearing his his homeless guy stuff, <clears throat> and he decides to change, which involves taking off the shoes because he's not really aware that the shoes are, right. are you know what, what's causing this. And as soon as he takes off the shoes, he becomes the 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 homeless guy again. Right. So, what if you only take off one shoe? Oh God! Oh no! Oh God! Is it like? You know, you've created, you know, two Vicks like in, in Star Trek Voyager. Oh. There's a reference you didn't think you were going to get. <laughs> I, I would imagine the shoes have to stay together because where does that stop? Like, can you cut one shoe in half and just like hop around on the heel and still get the the effects? Yeah, I I don't know. I, I'd love to talk to an expert in uh, <laughs> uh, shoe resurrection and find out how exactly this works. I mean, obviously we can't, it was written by Rod Serling and we can't ask him, unfortunately. Ah, that's a shame. Um, the, uh, <clears throat> this was apparently uh, remade in the eighties version of the twilight zone. Um, Dead woman's shoes starring Helen Mirren. Nice. You know, she did a lot of really interesting stuff in the eighties and Jeffrey Tambor. Interesting. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, I mean, he's not having his, his best days these days, but no, <laughs> that, that notwithstanding there, there was a time when he was a good actor. <laughs> At least there was a time when it was safe to say so. Yes. Um, so much like, uh, Cinderella and, uh, uh, Star Trek six, the undiscovered country. I think the message here is if the shoe fits, wear it. Yes. That's, that, that's the, uh, the message Rod Serling leaves us with. 100%. If you happen to find a pair of size 9 black and gray loafers made to order in the old country, be very careful. You might walk right into the Twilight Zone. <laughs>